And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me see. All right. We're in the middle of January. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Significant portion of the country having to handle uh, the uh, the nasty weather. Yeah. Ours wasn't as bad as... Nah. Certainly nowhere close to freeze-pocalypse. No. Nah, uh, pe- temperatures yeah. are still very cold, but we're going to be back to very mild temperatures next week. Yeah. Yeah, very mild. And even now, I mean, we're... What are we, like 17, 16 right now? Degrees? Yeah. And yeah. and we got up to like twenty seven, twenty eight yesterday. The sun came out; it melted everything. I've uh, got well, it melted stuff that was on the streets and concrete and things like that. Yeah, right, right. And uh, I no ice in my pool. I, I shut it down last week. Uh, you know the the pump motor and everything else drained it all because I found my I I, I already did that mistake in you know Frizola. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so it, it was all good. Uh, temperatures were cold in, in Des Moines and in places in Iowa yesterday where the Iowa caucuses happened. Uh, you had 60,000, roughly 60,000 fewer people, initial estimates are, went out and actually were a part of the caucuses. Yeah. That's huge. I said it the other day. I said, I wonder if the weather will affect. Man, I got some people. I asked the question. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the weather will affect people that, you know, uh, members of the, the GOP that wish to caucus. Mm-hmm. I had some furious people. It won't affect us. It won't affect Well, if, if it didn't affect you, if that 60,000 wasn't, beca- wasn't because of the weather, then you have an enthusiasm problem right now in the Democratic Party, or excuse me, in the Republican Party yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but that's that's a huge problem. With everything going on, uh, That's a that was like, whoa, that was a huge number to find out because 180,000 no I'm sorry it was 180,000 that voted or that caucused in in uh, 2016 mm-hmm. only 120,000 right and I'm rounding off those numbers right uh now that's a huge drop but what was some of the analysis of 
you know, of course, Trump won with 51.1% of the vote. DeSantis in second place, Nikki Haley in third. What was the analysis from MSNBC? It's always interesting to go to the, well, the liberal uh, media leader, correct? Yeah. There's no one louder than MSNBC or has the platform they have. And let's go and uh, and see what uh, they had to say, what Rachel Maddow had to say, because yeah. she was doing it right then. Right. And remember, the, the the part I love about the most, and you hear it in here, was she goes, I know because I studied this. That was, <laughs> that was the best part for me. But listen to her analysis of what's going on with the Republican Party, and we will analyze this next. Here we go. And the big picture takeaway from that, and I don't mean to be, again, too dark, as you said, on this, but it is not, if we are worried about the rise of authoritarianism in this country, we are worried about potential rise of fascism in this country. If we're worried about our democracy falling to an authoritarian and potentially fascist form of government, the leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Mm-hmm. But people wanting that Correct. is a much mm-hmm. bigger part mm-hmm. of that That's equation. Right. And the American electorate is made up of two major parties. One of those parties has been flirting with extremism on the ultra-right for a very long time. They've brought them in in a way that they haven't been central to Republican electoral politics ever before. And I know because I've been studying this. There you go. I had to get to the studying this. Oh, okay. Isn't it interesting? Because I consider just ad lib and say, who is the party that for the last 20 years has wished to change the First Amendment to the United States? Because if we talk about what fascism is, fascism is a rejection of the Constitution of the United States. Right. 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 That's what it is. It's a rejection. It's authoritarian, which means you get rid of the Constitution of the United States. Mm-hmm. In a more fascist state, you would have less representation. You would have less individual rights. Correct? Yep. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What right, what right in the Constitution, because this she wasn't just talking about Trump. She was saying this is where the party is. Which constitutional right have the Republicans protested to get rid of? 
Anyone? Don't recall one. No. Not even one. What has the Democratic Party protested to get rid of in the Constitution? The First Amendment? Mm-hmm. The Second Amendment? Mm-hmm. We know they've changed the 14th Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> in, yeah, if you can't get rid of it, change it, right? Separation of the, 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 the concept of separation of powers. Right. It is the Democrats that wish to put in judges that will not interpret the law, but will make law. And we know it was uh, Sotomayor that made that mistake, right? Yep. That one time when she was talking about it. Get rid and of so the Senate. Right. They, right. Pack they, the high court. They, they packed pack the high court. Uh, 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 put in activist uh, uh, judges that aren't elected. These are not elected representatives. Electoral college. The electoral they get, college. They want to get rid of it. And and what is that all about? That is about not giving representation, as we know, because of bicameral legislature, the 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 uh, the uh, uh, part of the legislature that's the the people is the House of Representatives. The the uh, Senate represents the interest of the states. And so the Founding Fathers did that because they knew that you could not hold a republic together if you took away, if there was, if parts of the country believed they were not represented, that they could not have a say, then why be in the Union? Right. And the Founding Fathers recognized this. Why? Because the Founding Fathers dealt with it when it came to taxes and taxation without representation with Great Britain. And so the Electoral College, the Senate, is all about making sure that people have representation, which is the opposite, and regions have representation, which is the opposite of fascism. Fascism is also that 51% control the other 49%. Mm. A constitutional republic with the Bill of Rights was set up to stop something like that. Who wishes to get rid of all of that? Who is the party that admittedly, admittedly practices identity politics, which is judging people by groups and not individuals? You want to talk about fascism? You want to talk about Nazism? What forms of government practice identity politics? Is it pure capitalism? No. And so, as you notice, when they talk about the authoritarian streak of the Republican Party, they don't give you specifics of where they wish to overturn the Constitution of the United States in order to bring this fascist authoritarian state to you and don't question her because she studied this oh that was hilarious when she said that i studied this oh my god that, that yeah, guy, i don't I know where you studied laughing. but you're wrong no it's well she doesn't give any they they never give specifics it's about authoritarianism what specific part because i can lay out all the authoritarian fascist parts of the of liberalism and the democratic party i can lay out where they've we just did it right there and everybody knows it 
Well, freedom of speech is only for certain. Freedom of speech is only for the individual, not for groups. And the Second Amendment is for groups and not for individuals. Uh Why? Because we pick and choose. Ah, like fascists do. We'll pick and choose who has the rights. Exactly. Individual rights. And... But the broader thing is now they're trying to, okay, this is the Republican Party. The Republican Party is pushing these fascist ideas. What fascist ideas are they pushing? Demonstrate. I mean, you know, but Whoopi the other day. He's going to, what was she saying? He's going to disappear you? Yeah, that... uh... Uh, I know she said LGBTQ will disappear, that like you were put yeah. them in secret prisons. Yeah. I mean, they're making crap up as they go along. Right. As <laughs> we know, they're attempting with rogue prosecutors to prosecute crimes that don't even exist against Trump. Right. Extreme. Well, it's because that's how they think. That's how their side is acting. And if you don't see this, you're either lying or you're blind. You're not looking. It is pretty simple. And if you vote for it, you're part of it. Well, exactly. That's your for uh, authoritarianism. Yep. FBI agents taking down license plate numbers of, of parents who want to issue a grievance at a school board meeting about a very, very serious situation. And I'm sorry, who's the extremist? They can't ever give you the, the example because it doesn't exist. Well, you look at uh, you you look at their support of the radical transgender movement. What does fascism also do? They actually ignore science. Fascists don't pay attention to science. The yeah. radical transgender movement. A man can be a woman when a man says so. And right. if you don't agree, we'll destroy your life. You want a fascist mindset? We're going to tell you a lie, and if you don't agree to the lie, we'll destroy your life. This is too easy. Yeah. And every Democrat listening right now knows it. Rachel Maddow was throwing out a bunch of propaganda and you were buying it. Yep. You buy it, yet she doesn't give she doesn't give the evidence that we give. Because she can't. She can't, no. She can't. And this is it. They can't defend Biden, so you build the big fear. And this is what this is how they're going to promote Biden, basically. And it's becoming more and more insane and ridiculous yeah because there there is nothing on the merits and you know how, how you know we're right because we studied it that's right <laughs> gary and i have studied it <laughs> over the last commercial break <laughs> in minutes we studied it what an intellectual lightweight I, she is yeah, seriously i know because she really I've is. studied this and then you say after saying something like that well, as we said, you know, just in the arena of ideas, you saw us just ad lib. We, I just heard that during the top of the hour break. Yeah, her thing. And Erica said, "Listen to this." All right, we played it when we came out, and you know, and we said, "Okay, let's go for it." Do did it ad lib? 
It's very easy to explain where the fascist mindset exists in this country, and it is not in Republicans. Nope. It is in Democrat liberals, and it's in people just like Rachel Maddow. You don't even realize it. Oh, we can reject, we're going to reject parts of the Constitution just because it doesn't fit our narrative. Sorry, the Bill of Rights and individual rights don't work that way. And if that's not your goal, and if your goal isn't representation that the founding fathers had come up with for this country in order to keep it unified and together, which is, again, the Senate and the Electoral College, if you believe 51% ought to control the other 49%, that's the fascist mindset. It's completely different than the setup of this country with the constitutional republic that we have. Yep. Yep. That yeah. is there. That is meant to protect individual rights and keep the majority from oppressing the minority. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we can explain this. Why? Because we've actually studied it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it sound, when you do that, it sounds like you have no confidence in your opinion. Because when right. I just say it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I know I, because I've studied yeah. it. Yeah, for how long? Does it, she didn't say, I know because this is where they stand on the issues. Right. We wouldn't say that because it's stupid. We'd say, well. I know I'm right because right. identity politics is wrong. Identity politics is a part of an authoritarian uh, government, yep. uh, a, a, a government that believes we judge people as groups and not individuals. I've explained it. I just didn't say she's authoritarian because I studied it. Mm-hmm. We explained the damn thing. Right. She can't. Nope. There's nothing there. 86690 red eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. What were some of the climate contributors to a warm 2023? The fifth warmest on record based on average mean temperature. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey. Very few cold outbreaks during 2023, and we had that epic heat wave across the deep south and general heat in many other areas of the country as we went through the year. And how did the warmth play a role in precipitation last year? If you look at the overall precipitation across the lower 48 states, the average value was 29.46 inches, just a little bit below or 98% of the 20th century mean of 29.94 inches. That marks the 40 third driest year on record of the last 129. A state-by-state breakdown of 2023 precipitation totals range from Louisiana's eighth driest year on record compared to top 10 all-time wettest conditions for six New England states. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, interesting. Uh, Trump got fifty-one point one percent of the vote, and uh, Iowa uh, caucus goers it was interesting. The the top two topics, 
Yeah. Immigration, number one. The border, yep. number one. Yep. The economy, number two. There you go. Everything else was in single digits. Those are the two most important things for Iowa uh, voters, which I would probably say were the most for uh, for most of American uh, Republicans. I, I would say that for the for, for the yeah. GOP side, uh, if if the border's not number one, I mean it's right up there with the economy. I, it's it's a very close second. Yep. And and uh, so I'm not surprised because those are the two things that you could say. Trump on a net because there's a couple of things we've said. Look, uh, DeSantis has always been an attractive candidate because, yeah, sure. and you can even look at the polling. Most people, even in Iowa, believe he's extremely conservative and probably more conservative than Trump. Mm. Uh, but the the fact is, he has succeeded in moving things forward in the state. But when you look at the two things that are most important to Republicans, which is immigration and the economy, that's where they believe Donald Trump succeeded. Yeah. In his first term. Right. Well, that's the thing. Look, when something and we've never really gone through as a generation, gone through what we've gone through with with covid and then the massive inflation that followed because of the over response to covid. We've never been in this place before and people are. This is how people think. Man, if we could just go back to before all this happened. And Trump represents that for a lot of people. The question is, how many? How many in the GOP? How many? Because his presidency, if you look at the economy and how it was expanding during that time up until COVID, people look at that and go, well, I know that's what was happening when he was the president. And they're wishing and hoping that they could go back to that time. And we'll see how many act on that wish. About to trigger somebody right now. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley on Red Eye Radio. <laughs> He's Eric and I'm Gary. Finally. Yeah. After decades upon decades of doing this job. Hmm? Finally. Finally, we have found a new industry that is more greedy than the oil companies or credit card companies. No. Okay. Peacock. <laughs> oh my god. The the outrage of Peacock, you know, carrying the the uh, Miami Dolphins Kansas City game the other day. Right. Oh, I mean it just reached on on social media people were just going crazy. The people have a right to see the game for free. Uh well, <laughs> I, my you know, I I had to I had to google it. Yeah, because I'm like, there was such an outrage. Somebody from Congress had to say something about it over the weekend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and they did. Yeah, Congressman Pat Ryan, a Democrat from New York, blast the NFL and NBC for greedy bait and switch scheme, 
We already pay for NBC. Let us watch the damn game. I don't know what that means. We already yeah, pay I, for NBC. Yeah. What the, yeah. What? Unless he has it on cable. So he's assuming that. Yeah, it's still a broadcast network. You can yeah. get without cable. But okay. Congressman uh, Pat Ryan blasted the NFL and NBC for their greedy bait and switch scheme, forcing <laughs> forcing millions. Forcing, yeah. <laughs> forcing millions forcing. to pay for yet another streaming service in order to watch the Chiefs versus the Dolphins game in a letter to the NFL commissioner and NBC uh, Sports president, Ryan demanded they offer the game on broadcast television and push for Congress to review professional sports league's longstanding antitrust exemption for broadcast agreements. It's absolutely ridiculous that my constituents who already pay for NBC, I don't know what that means. Yeah, have to. They shouldn't be paying for NBC. Yeah, if you're paying, if you're paying for NBC, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Unless, yeah. He must mean on satellite or. I'm guessing that, that's what I think. It's what I guess. Well, well yeah. the thing is, is that you don't pay for that. You still don't pay for that part of it. No, you're not paying for that part of it when you even have cable. No, right? Yeah. You yeah. may you may think you are because you're just it's part of the uh, the TV package. But there are actually there are actually antennas that broadcast TV stations. Yes. How much more profit do Roger Goodell and NBC need to, need to make at the expense of hardworking Americans before they are satisfied? <laughs> I'm demanding that the NFL and NBC stop the BS and offer fans a service they already pay for, or we're coming for your antitrust exemption. Okay. I don't know legally where he is there. Yeah, I don't know. In October, Congressman Ryan wrote a letter to the United States Comptroller and Commissioner Godell and others demanding an investigation into sports blackouts and exclusive streaming deals. Since the Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961, Congress has granted sports leagues an antitrust exemption for their broadcasting agreements, allowing them to sell rights to show certain games in a season off to the highest bidder. Hmm. When sports teams sell the exclusive broadcast rights to their games to different content providers throughout a single season. It forces fans to either sign up for multiple expensive services or face a blackout screen when they try to watch games. Hmm. Well, what is my right? Do I have a right to watch every game on regular TV? Yes! <laughs> there is no I, I, I mean, right that, to watch TV. I mean, that that's a question of because I... Hey, I... When January first, remember, I, I I've got a ton of streaming services, mm-hmm. uh, no sports ones though, and so January first, I woke up in the morning, I had all day, and I went, this is going to be great, I'm going to be able to watch. They had the Tennessee game, that was it. Yeah, one game, one one game, one college game, football game, that's it. No basketball, no hockey, no other football, nothing, nothing. I had nothing to watch. I have a right. Yeah. Now, during the 2023 Major League Baseball season, for example, the Mets and Yankees fans in New York Mm. were blacked out from 25 games each because the league had sold exclusive rights to the game to streaming services like Prime Video, Apple TV, and Peacock. Fans who wanted to watch every Mets game this season 
had to fork over more than $1,400 to a variety of streaming services to avoid blackouts. When I was young, when I, when I was young, every day we walked 25 miles uphill to school in the 12 feet of snow. Uphill and both ways. That was my thing, I was going to say. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, walked uphill back home. Yeah. I was doing a little bit. I was doing the longer version of that. <laughs> okay. No, that's actually a better version. And uh, then at, we walked. Well, I thought you walked uphill, but. Yeah. <clears throat> I know because I've studied this. <laughs> I, I've and I've studied this here because I'm old and I remember. Yeah, yeah. that's how I studied it. Every home game used to be blacked out. Yeah, every single home game didn't matter whether you had a sellout or forget. I remember a, that. For, forget about forget about Peacock. You know, you, you could still see though. You could still see that game in Kansas City and Miami. Right. It was the rest of the nation. Wasn't yeah. even if we're not even talking about your home team, right? And and so back back when, even playoff games, if mm. they were at home, mm-hmm. the entire nation saw them. You didn't, right? The blackout used to be complete and full for any home game, sold out or not. Then they started changing it. I think it was probably in the eighties when they started that change. Yeah. Where then if you sold out, remember it was like Thursday afternoon, and then one, once in a while they would extend it to hopefully have a uh, sellout. And now, they didn't even, think about think about this league. Think about what they're doing. All the stadiums are built. Think about the vast majority of stadiums they're building are smaller than what they currently have. They're actually, yeah. they're, they actually yeah. they're building, they realize everything is TV. Everything is TV. Right. So yeah, it gets and to also be- that if you have fewer seats, you can charge more of a premium for those that are still diehard. You know, yeah, that are going to exactly yeah show up in person. Yeah. Yep. So, well, I'm telling you, people are just furious over there. They go, but it's a playoff game, <laughs> and I and uh, well, I just I wish I wish just. Ten percent of those people would have the same passion for putting the debt we're putting on, you know, the immorality of putting debt on younger people. Yeah, but you know, right. you're you're talking football, and it is it is the number one. We are a football nation. I know other people like to say we're a f- European football nation. We are not. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not a baseball nation. We're not. A, you see, no. some of the basketball numbers are just extremely small. Mm. People watching, you know, pro basketball. Mm. And hockey is minuscule for the number of people that actually uh, uh, watch it. I really wonder where it's it's going overall because there is the thing of of uh, you know if you want to I know if you want to watch the uh, NHL on ESPN Plus, well they only show like thirty or seventy percent of the games. The rest they show elsewhere. I don't even does NHL Center Ice even exist anymore? I had hmm. that at one point. They showed all the games. Hmm. You got well, no, unless you were on like TBS or something, then they didn't show it, hmm. or wh- whoever the, the national network showing it. But now there's a lot more games that aren't showing up, and so they're starting to okay, we're going to put them on this particular streaming service. I'm going to switch it over to this streaming service, and you got to pay for that one too. Yeah, right. 
And I guess the only point you could get would be, well, wait a minute. You know, you originally offered this. It's like the it's like the the NFL Sunday ticket. We used to have a lot more one o'clock and you know Eastern time, one o'clock and four o'clock games. Now you've got Sunday night games. Sometimes you have two Monday night football games. Then they got the Thursday night game. Right. Then they start running the Saturday games. A ton of Saturday games that are you know during the, the December that aren't included in that. And so you can have you can have one, two, three, four, five. Five of those games that are no longer on the Sunday ticket, yet you're being charged more than you were just a few years ago for that. Mm -hmm. And so you start asking the question, you know, we talk about electric vehicles a lot, and we talk about electric vehicles. If you offer something and charge more and deliver less, eventually it's going to affect your bottom line. Well, there's going to be that threshold. I mean, for streaming in general, I I think they're, they're, eventually they have to hit a threshold, what we're willing to pay for from one any one service you know amazon had kind of cornered the market because of amazon prime and shopping online and that's still the yep. case but if you were to tell me all right you could get amazon prime and you know at this rate right just for deliveries and not the video but if you want both you'll pay this then I'd probably drop the video. I don't, I just don't watch that often. And my cell phone carrier gives me free Netflix and apparently Hulu, but I've never signed up for the Hulu. And then the um, Walmart Plus, again, on deliveries for items and groceries, gives me Paramount Plus. And I haven't signed up for that benefit either. I just, again, it's just not there. So now you're asking, when you get back to the very basics, asking people to pay, you know, whatever it is. Well, now you're getting back to cable all over again. But you've got different (laughs) destinations. Uh, Yes, yeah. You know, but the pricing is basically it. You look at the pricing for Amazon, they're all moving into the, okay, without ads, okay, reduced ads, and then, you know, full-on I don't know, is anybody even doing the free service? But it's, you know, a lot of commercials. I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. They had started out that way, but then realized, okay. Well, there is that that's that threshold where the viewer goes, mm, no. I You and I have talked about it. The best on streaming, the best money, it's not, you know, it's watching videos. It's not always a live stream, but YouTube. Yeah. You know, it's 11 bucks a month, whatever it is. Best money I ever spend. But I get out of it thousands of choices. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable yeah. what might pique your interest. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, every day, I just, you know, I'll put it on one video and I'll just see, okay, what comes up next in show? Right, right. All of a sudden, you're just immersed in some incredible, wonderful shows and and now, you, you know, you're getting, like, a lot of documentaries that were mm-hmm. officially produced. Yeah. They're running yeah. on YouTube right, right. That, are just, that are just superb. Comedians are realizing that, okay, yeah. I'm not going to get what I want from Netflix, who will own that. That becomes Netflix real estate. And you can only put out a few clips on your own channel of, of your special if you do a stand-up special for Netflix. But they own it. You can't take it anywhere. Well... 
you've had a number of comedians in the last few years say, rather than do that, I can monetize on YouTube. And the whole one-hour special may not get, you know, who knows, it depends on the comedian. You know, maybe you eventually get to a million views on that, but that's not the point. They can cut it up, and it can be tons of videos from one one-hour special. In other words, monetize the daylights out of it because you create shorts out of it, you create smaller videos out of it, and they get to own it and take it wherever they want. Oh, I'll tell you one more thing that NBC did coming up next. All right. 866 red eye Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. So you know what NBC did. So the first game was on, and then in the post-game show, and in, in the, what they had a pre-game show, it was almost like the home shopping network because they were trying to get you to buy the next game. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And, okay. and so what then, then what they did was when it got to be 7.30 and the kickoff happened, they said, well, we're going to keep it with free coverage for like the next 15 minutes, and you can order now. And so they had the game and they had analysis. It wasn't, they didn't, it wasn't the regular announcers. They had people back in the studio analyzing the game, and they'd switch back and forth between the game and the analyst, and then they go back to a couple of plays, and they were teasing you to buy it, like for the first five, six minutes of the game. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, man. Right. It was just, it was something that you just don't see. You don't go through that when you're looking, when you're looking to get an NFL game. You don't go right. through that kind of marketing or sales pitch. Right. That's yeah. what I went, yeah. I went, boy, I wonder how they're going to respond to that. Look, I don't care. I mean, they're a private business. This is my opinion. They can do what they want. I don't know how, if you took the antitrust exemption away from them, how that would still, how that would hamper them in any way from doing what they're doing. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know I, that I don't anything know. would and, change. And so they talk about the anti, I don't know how it would affect this. Look, the money, the, how you view it is changing because viewers are going somewhere else. Let's be clear. They left yeah. cable. And so now you got to find a way to find the viewers. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.